Right, the last thing we were discussing was the Mishnah and Pe'amud Bet that if uh, if the let's say the, the pot where the shituf mavoi is with all the food over there if it became less and i want to add food at what point do i have to tell people what point don't i have to tell people what is the sheer order of what has to be in the in the food in order to make the roof count if more people come in the middle what all those halachot and we ended off with the, what is the shiur of the of the iruv. We said if there's a lot of people, then it's a two saudot. Uh, we said or the food that is, is split up into two saudot. And we said if there's little people, then you could give them a little bit bigger than the two saudot, which was the dry fig. Now with that, we're starting with the Mishnah at the bottom of Pe'amud Bet, which is about uh, five lines from the bottom. It says Bakol Me'arvin. We can do Aruf Hatzerot with all foods. Umishtatzfin. And you can do Shituf Mavoy with all foods. Chutz. Min hamaimu min hamelach. The very bil ezer. Bil ezer does not allow salt and water because it needs to be food. Food is where your your living area is going to be in Aruf, and salt and water is not food. Rabbi Yeshua Omer Kikar Hu LaAruf. It has to be a full loaf of bread for an Aruf. The Afilu Ma'afeseah. Even if it's something the size of a se'ah, the whole perusa and it's split in ma'arvin ba, you can't use it. Kikar keisar ushalem. If it's a small little roll of bread that's the size of a quarter or an isar ma'arvin ba, you could do na'iruv with it. And she is quick to, to remind us: as long as there's enough uh, breads, uh, rolls that you, everyone has a go to go at it, a dried fig size. Meaning, we don't forget the rules that we just uh, said uh, a couple lines above. And now we're starting by the Gemara. So, the Gemara wants to know, very simple, we did this Gemara before, we started off, I think, the third Perik with the Dav Kavav. Uh, so, what are you coming to be Mehadesh over here? You already told it to us one time in the beginning of the third Perik. You can do Nairu with anything, you can do Shituf, Mavoy with anything you want except for water and salt. So, what are you coming to add over here? So, Amaraba, no, La Pokemid Rabbi Yoshua, you're coming to go uh, to exclude from Rabbi Yoshua, said the Amar, Kikar in Midia Harina Lo. Rabbi Yoshua said, bread, full loaf of bread, nothing else. Kamash Ma'alan, Bakol, come and teach me that anything works. She explains over here we're talking about Iruve Hatserot, over there could be we're talking about Iruve Tehumin, therefore can't really uh, learn Iruve uh, Hatserot from there. That's why I'm going to hear it. You see Tosfot uh, goes into a whole different Girsa maybe, and uh, there's a lot that goes into this uh, piece over here. Eti ve'abayer. Ba'abayer asks a question. We learned in the Brayta, Bakom Arvin Iruve Hatserot, or Bakom Mishtatfin Shitufe Mavot. You could do you could do iruv hatserot and shituf mavoy with any food. And the only reason they said that to do with bread ela bechatser bilvad only in a yard. And when we said bakol me'arvin iruv hatserot, it means any type of bread you could do iruv hatserot. So the Gemara asks, who's the Tanas dafka bread? You could do an Iruv Hatserot and nothing else. Rabbi Yoshua, Bekatane, and it says, Bakol. You could do an Iruv with anything, and he means with any type of bread. So we could say that you could do an Iruv with any, Iruv Hatserot with any type of bread. And you could do a Shituf Mavoy with anything except uh, salt and water. And if that's the case, the Mishnah is not coming to go against Rabbi Yoshua. 
Ela So Rabbi comes to say, what's the mahluket in the Mishnah? La pukem in Rabbi Yoshua. It's coming to go against what Rabbi Yoshua said. The Amar shelema in perusalo. Oh, that's the hidush. The hidush is that army, the Mishnah is coming to to, to say, but call me Arvin. Any type of bread, even if it's a sliced wonder bread, but Yoshua is the one who says it needs to be a full piece of bread. Again, la pukem the Rabbi Yoshua de Amar shelema in perusalo kamash malan bakol. You could do iruv with anything, any type of bread. Not uh, different types of bread, rather even sliced bread. So the Gemara asks, okay, why? What, what's the problem? What's Rabbi Yoshua's problem with sliced bread? everyone's going to fight, and we don't want anyone to fight. Everyone put in a full loaf of bread. So let's say everyone put in a sliced bread. Would that work according to Rabbi Yoshua? Rabbi Yoshua would also say it's no good over there also. Why? Because things might go back to the original mess where people are going to do Ayruvet Prusa when there's other people who are trying to look good and bringing a full piece of bread. And they not know the halacha. People are going to fight. Rather, everyone just give a full piece of bread, and that's it. Amar ben Shaul halata. If you took from the bread a piece for hafashat hala, or if uh, it was mixed with one, uh, one I guess uh, one pound or one one hundredth of of terumah, and everything else is hulin. Hachamim said it's good, but you still got to take out something. Then you could still do an iruv because you're not ruining the bread, you're fixing the bread. Now the Gemara says, wait a second. Opposite that if they took out from the from the bread, or the demai or the dimua, which is it could be anything, then you have you could do an iruv. But if you took a fashat hala size, then you know. So the Gemara explains, Lakashia, not a problem. Ha behalat achdom, ha behalat baalabait. When Rabbi Yochanan was machshir to use a bread that you took hafashat hala, we're talking about uh, the, the when it, when it was hafashat hala of a baker. When he said when the brayta that's posel to use the bread that you took hafashat hala, was talking about halat of a baalabait. When a baalabait, where a lady baking in her house took off hafashat hala. We learned in the Mishnah, Shi'ur Hala, what's the Shi'ur of Afashat Hala? Echad Mesim Varba'a, one out of twenty-four. Whether you're making it for your own house for Shabbat, whether you're making it for Shabbat Hatan for your son, Echad Mesim Varba'a, it's one twenty-fourth. But if you're selling it, uh, and, and you're a baker trying to sell it to the public. Or a lady baking uh, baking halat to, to sell to people. It's one out of uh, 48, so which is much smaller, and therefore you could still use that for afashat hala. Let's say you put a, a toothpick over there, and you were able to connect the bread. You could you could use that as a roof. But the Gemara says, But we have a brother that says, You don't do an Iruv with it. So the Gemara explains, Not a problem. 
the Braita says that you could uh, you can't use it is when you could tell pretty much that it's been connected and uh, you know that it's not hashuva it's not it's not considered full. What about if you can't tell that it was broken off? That means you did a pretty good job putting everything back together. Then you could still do use it for an iruf. Amar bizerah, mashmuel, me'arvin, bepat, orez, upat, tohan. You could do iruf hatserot even if it's rice bread, even if it's uh, millet bread, even though you don't say hamotzi lachmin aret. Still, they're considered hashuv enough to use for iruf. Amar morokva, le'didim mi'parshali mine de moshmuel. I uh, I heard this din a little bit different from Shmuel. Bepat orez me'arvin with the rice bread you could uh, do iruv pat tochan millet and me'arvin. You know that why? Because people eat rice bread; they don't eat millet bread. Rice bread is the hashuv one; the millet bread is not. Amarav chiyabaravin amarav me'arvin bepat adashim. We could even eat. We could even do iruv with the bread made of uh, lentils. Gemara says ini. Really? Ah, he the Havai b'shnei de Moshmuel. There was that story that happened in the days of uh, Shmuel, where they made a bread out of lentils. Mishadeli kalbe v'loachal, and he threw it to the dog, and he didn't eat it. If it was hashuv enough to use a iruv, he wouldn't have thrown it. So the Gemara explains, no, he the shar minim That was bread that was mixed with not just lentils. Lentils is okay. This was mixed with a whole bunch of different stuff. Because we, you see, look, uh, look by uh, by Sefer Yeheskel. Hashem told Yeheskel not to eat human bread, bread of men. He told him, go take you yourself a loaf of bread made of chitin, uh, wheat, sourin, uh, barley, full, adashim, dohan, kusmin, different types of grain, mix it all together, and that's not edible. And Tosfor explains now for the fact that it was it was a hunger at the time, and he told him to eat any type of bread because during a hunger you'd eat anything is edible, and that's that was the proof. But in general, either way, you see that bread that's made of different types of grain, multi-grain, is not considered hashuv. And another terutz uh, would be Rav Papa Amar the reason the reason Shmuel threw it tzeluya betzuata adam havai. Over there, they were probably using excrement cakes uh, to uh, to heat up the oven. Now, when you use animal uh, cakes, then okay, that then that's no normal. But when you use uh, human feces in order to heat up an oven, I guess it tasted so bad, and uh, he couldn't. Uh, he just threw it to the dogs. The the bread, big adam But the bread that was disgusting was uh, baked with in with uh, I guess the coals made of human feces right in front of their eyes again Haskell was meant to eat the bread that was not meant to be eaten not lechem anashim now the beginning of that pasuk says a cake of barley they should eat amar of hasda le shiurim not seorim but shiurim should eat that bread slowly so don't finish it all at once remember there's a hunger and there's a famine Papa Amar, now what's the reason Shmuel threw out that bread? Arivata ka'arivat se'orim. It had the shape of barley bread, velo ka'arivat hitim, and not the shape of wheat bread. And that was disgusting, that's why he threw it. Now the next Mishnah says, Noten Adam ma'alahin vanil nahtom kedeshi zake lo'iruf. A person goes to a storekeeper in the neighborhood, lives with them in the Mavoy. 
or a baker and he gives him money and he can be mezakem, he could acquire for him a part of the Ayruv, meaning when the rest of the neighborhood comes to again Ayruv, whether it's wine, whether it's bread, whatever it may be, uh, you should you, know, you should include me with it. The Verabila says you could do it. Money means nothing. We're Jews, and Jew, according to the Jewish religion, money means nothing. You have to make a real kinyan, and when you give this guy money, he meant to sell, and by us, it's not considered a sale. And if that's the case, even if the baker said, here's a piece of bread for everyone in the in the neighborhood on me, he's still not, uh, not uh, acquiring a piece for this guy who gave him money. Because once this guy gave him money, he was he was thinking of making a sale, and by us, money means nothing. And Ad Kedekach, Tosfot says, that even if the, the the baker says with his own mouth that I'm going to give it to you, I'm going to give it to you for free. Don't worry about the money. And he took the money. Don't worry, it's on you. It's on the house for free. It's still because he was planning to buy it. Once there's money involved, Hachamim hold it can't work. However, Umodim, Hachamim agreed to Rabbi Le'ezer Bish'ar Kol Adam, if it's anybody else, meaning you gave your money to any other person in the neighborhood that's not a sale, and it's not a baker, not a storekeeper, not anything, no one to do with sales, then the money gets you involved as part of the Ayruv. Meaning, we're going to say that this person, by this money, you're making him a Shaliyah to sell because this guy's not used to selling. So now he becomes a shaliyah and he's not a salesman. And the Gemara explains the problem with the salesman. We only be ma'arev for a person with whatever his da'at is, whatever he wanted. And when you went to the salesperson, whether it's a baker or a storekeeper, and you gave him money, you showed that you're doing it on the side that it's a sale and not mitzad acquiring a kinyan in, in a piece of bread for free mitzad ayruv. When do we say that you're not married for someone without him knowing? When it comes to Hatserot, you could do for him whether he likes it or not. Because we could do good for a person whether he knows about it or not. We don't hurt a person without his knowledge. Meaning to let him carry over here, which is uh, which is good for him, then that I could do whether he knows about it or not. But to let him walk over here and not over there, which is it could be bad for him. We not we can't do without his knowledge. So now the Gemara asks, "My Tamad What's Rabbi Leizer's reason that he allows a person who gives the money to the storekeeper to be part of the eruv? Ha He never made a kinyan. He never pulled the bread. He never made a kinyan. Rabbi Eliezer made the Iruve Hatserot situation like the four times a year where money makes a sale and you don't need to pull. And as she explains, those four times a year are uh, the first day of the first day of Pesach, Erev Pesach, Erev Shavuot, Erev Shana, Erev Shmini Atzeret. And in the Galil, even Erev Kippur, the idea is we want more and more meat uh, being sold. And the easier, the easier the way, uh, the way to acquire it, if it's just uh, giving money without picking it up, it works. Tosafot reminds us the Erev Yom Tov Rishon of Sukkot. The people are busy with their uh, sukkah, and therefore they don't have time to uh, do more shkitot.
And we're comparing the Iruv to buying meat and those those four or five times a year that uh, you could do it just by uh, giving money without making a whole Kenyan. Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah, Four times a year we can force the Shohet to Shekht an animal if someone paid him for meat and uh, and then uh, you know he paid me for maybe $50 worth of meat but uh, I don't have any meat available to me but I have a cow, the cow's worth $2,000 we're, we'll, we can force him to shech the, the cow. Even if the cow is worth a thousand dollars, and the buyer only has a dollar worth, and this guy might lose a lot of money. Still, we, can, we force him to shech. Why? The guy needs meat for the holiday. Therefore, if the, the, the cow died, we, we say that he died for the lokeach, meaning. You lost your meat. That was your meat. If he died, he died. And you lost your money. Now the Gemara asks, Why would he lose his money? Why do you say that he lost? He never made a Kenyan. Ravuna said, He was Moshech the Shor. So the Gemara says, If that's the case that he pulled, look at the Sefa. The rest of the year, it's not like that. If I paid uh, the shohet uh, for uh, for meat for Shabbat, a regular Shabbat, and he didn't have enough, he doesn't. We're not forcing him to shecht an animal. Therefore, if he died, he dies. Uh, the cow dies for the look uh, the mocher, not for the lokeh. And the Gemara asks, Am I hamashach? But didn't we say that the case is that the uh, lokeh was moshech? And if he was moshech, he's moshech. It means he made a kinyan. No, we're talking about a case where you ne- you didn't pull, you didn't make a meshicha, you didn't acquire, you didn't make a kinyan over this uh, sh- this cow. So then, why is it that four times a year, if the animal dies, it dies to lokeh? If he wasn't, uh, if he if he never made it a kinyan, what are we dealing with? Where the buyer told someone else to be zocher the, the meat for him. This four times a year you want meat and it's uh, and the shaliyah is doing you a favor. It's zechut So whether whether you like it or not, he he did a zechut for you. He got you meat for the holidays. However, the rest of the the year the chovulo. It's it's a it's uh, it messes me up that I have meat that I do, that I don't want I don't need I have to spend money on meat that I don't need that's a bad thing and we could only do something bad if he gave me permission so the way Rabbi Shmuel by Yitzhak explains it that we're talking about me making a shaliyah and the shaliyah could only do good for me and not bad for me during the Four times a year, he's doing good. Every other time, he's not doing good for me. He's, he could put me in a big mess. Now, the Gemara gives another answer. Viravila, Marabi Yohanan explains. We're talking about a case where the where the buyer gave the money, but he never did a meshicha. And yes, Hachamim said you have to do a meshicha. However, four times a year, Hachamim said, we'll go by whatever the Torah says, and the Torah, Torah, Money is king. However, Hakamim changed it. De Amar Rabbi Yohanan, Devar Torah Ma'ot Konot. Really, Ma'at Torah 
Money is king. Money buys everything. So why the Hachamim say that? No, we're changing everything. And the only way you could be Kone something is by pulling it, making an acquisition. Because if I buy wheat from someone and uh, and I gave him cash, and then the next morning I come to pick it up and he says, well, I had a fire in the storage house and your uh, your wheat were, was the one over there in the corner and it burned too bad. Well, but wait, that's not fair. How could you prove it? Back and forth, Hakamim said, you know what? It's not yours. Money means nothing until you picked it up. Once you picked it up, now it's yours no matter where it is. And Tosafot asks, if that's the case, they should really, in it's Devat Torah, Ma'ot Konot, really, we should make people do both, give money and make a Mashiach. And he says, could be that they didn't want people to do two Kinyanim, it would have been too much of a headache. Or, we could look at it the opposite way, that if Mashiach uh, Konot, and you're Moshech, and you didn't pay, and then something happens to the wheat, and you still didn't give the money, maybe the guy's not going to want to save it, because you didn't pay for it yet, and you won't pay for it, and that would just make a bigger problem. It's very interesting to look into. Now, we learned in the Mishnah that Hachamim Umodim Bishar Kol Adam, Hachamim agreed to Rabbi Eliezer that if you gave money to any other person in the neighborhood, then the money does count. So the Gemara asks, Man Shar Kol Adam, who are these uh, other people? Amarav, Baalabait, uh, any other person living in the neighborhood, another Baalabait that's not uh, the storekeeper or baker. Shemuel said the same thing. And the proof to what Shmuel is said, Shmuel, lo shanu ela nahtom. When they said that you, you can't give, that if you give money to a, to a, a person and you weren't uh, and you weren't the iruv, that's only talking about a baker. Aval balabait, but if you give it to a regular balabait, uh, anyone in that live, anyone else who lives in the neighborhood, then you are kone part of the iruv. The only time we say that you're not Kone part of the Aruv is if you gave him money. Aval Kelly. But if I gave him a Kelly, like I gave the, the, the storekeeper a sweater or something, then Kone. Then you're Kone. Why? Because Metaltelin, Metaltelim is anything that can be picked up that's not money, are bought with the Kenyan Sudar. What's a Kenyan Sudar? Like when a person gets married, he picks up a kerchief. You pick it up, and that that picking up was kone for him. That was the meshicha for the iruv. When did we say it doesn't work? Is when you say the words acquire for me. But if I told him, can you do an iruv for me? Even if I made him shaliyah shaviyah, I made him now a shaliyah vekane, and you are kone part of the iruv. And Rashi, of course, tells us. That uh, once you made him a shaliyah, we know shaliyah hoseh shlichuto. And of course, he had the right mindset and he did the right job. Okay. Amar Yudah, Bamid Vamurim, Rabbi Yudah said, what are we talking about? Iruvet tehomin, but iruvet hatserot, you could be zochef for him whether he likes it or not. Amar Yudah, Amar Shemuel, Halacha, Kerbi Yudah, Halacha, Zakabi Yudah. And not only that, anytime Buddha said anything in Hilchot Eruvin, Halachas like him. Amar le Rav Hana, Bagdata, the Rav Yehuda. Rav Hana from Baghdad told Rav Yehuda, Amar Shemuel, Afilu b'mavoy shenitlu korotav olehayav. Did Shmuel even say Halachas like Rabbi Yehuda in a case of a mavoy 
that in the middle of a Shabbat, someone took off the Korot and the Hayyim that Rabbi Yehuda holds that you're allowed to carry for the entire Shabbat because once it was Mutar, when Shabbat entered, it's Mutar for the entire uh, Shabbat, Kevan de Hutra Hutra, and it's not Asur in the middle of Shabbat anymore. Is the Halakha really like him of, uh, in that case? He, he talked in Eruvin, and we know for a fact that Rabbi Yossi argued, and, Rabbi Yossi, and we know Halakha is like Rabbi Yossi. That's the way the Gemara told it us in, in Daf, I think, Memvav, Amud Bet. I'm talking about not the halachot of what a mechitza is. And my void that you took off the korot, you took off the lehayayin, it's now, the, those are, that's already, the, you're discussing uh, mechitza, walls, and you're not discussing iruv. When Rav Yehuda said the halakha is like Rav Yehuda, Miklal de Pliget sounds like other people argued. Sounds like Hachamim don't agree with that. Viha ma Rav Yehuda ben Nevi, but Rav Yehuda said Ko Rav Yehuda ben Nevi said Kol makom sheamar Rav Yehuda ematai ubame bemishnatenu. Any time Rav Yehuda said the word ematai and bame in our mishnayot, eno ela lefarish tivre Hachamim is only coming to explain the words of Hachamim. And over here, what's he saying? What's that coming to do? He's coming to explain Tanakama. So what are you coming to tell me Halakha is like him? If he's coming to explain uh, Tanakama, uh, and he's not arguing. The Gemara says, wait a second. You're telling me that Rabbi Yudan Hachamim don't argue? But we learned in the Mishnah straight up. If more people came into the neighborhood on Shabbat, and there's not enough food for everyone, Mosif, he has to, you know, if he has to add more food into the pot of the Iruv and he has to acquire it for them, but he has, and he has to announce it to everyone. He has to get everyone's permission since we're adding people to the Iruv. And what sounds like over here, that even in Iruv Hatserot, the Hachamim are arguing on him. So the Gemara explains, no, Hatam Shaben Mavot. Over there, we're talking about a Hatser that's between two Mavoys. And when you do Iruv with one side, you're Oser, uh, you said the, the people of the Hatser to do, uh, to carry in the other side. So you, you have to be clear with them. You have to make sure you have to get everyone on the same page in order to agree that they want it this way. Otherwise, instead of doing good, you could be doing something bad for them by not letting them carry over there when that's what they really want. However, when it comes to Eruv Hatserot, you could say the Hachamim agreed to Rabbi Yehuda that you could do an Eruv whether he likes it or not. Why? Because I'm helping him out. But the Gemara says, wait a second. Rav Shizvi said in the name of Rav Hazda, Zot Omeret. It sounds like from our Mishnah, Halukin Alav Haverav, Rabbi Yehuda, the Rabbi Yehuda and his friends are arguing. Meaning they're not on the same page. He's not coming to explain, he's coming to argue. So the Gemara explains, Ela, you have to say, in Masort Shas they say, Amrule, whatever it is, that they said to him, either way, Gavra, Gavra Karamit, you're, you're bringing one rabbi against the other? You're coming to give me what Rabbi Yehoshua ben Levi said against Shmuel? Where Shmuel said, Halakha, like Rabbi Yehuda, and means he's coming to argue on Hakamim, and Rabbi Yehoshua ben Levi said, that Rabbi Yudah is coming to explain Hachamim. What are you comparing one rabbi against the other? More Savar Plige. Shmuel holds, they argue. When he said, Bamed Vamurim is coming to argue. Umor Savar, Lo Plige. And Rabbi Yudah ben Nevi holds Rabbi Yudah who said, Bamed Vamurim, Lo Plige. He's not coming to argue. 
And the Ma'asid, Rashba brings down that tarif uh, is posek, that by Iruve Hatserot, you can be ma'arev whether he likes it or not, but unless it's in a Hatser between two Mavois, then you have to ask permission. And the Rashba explains, even though it sounds like the uh, Ma'asid, that they are arguing, still, Halachaz like who holds that it's a zahut for him, and therefore, in a regular Hatser, you could uh, do an Iruv whether he likes it or not. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam, Amen ve'amen.